Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. My name is Amir, and today we are joined with Sean as Here. well as Jamal. Um, thank you guys, everybody who are new listeners. We really appreciate your support. Everybody who's been down, uh, we see the numbers growing. We really appreciate it. Oh, um, thank you. If you haven't already, please check us out on Spotify. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we're on YouTube, Apple Music, Amazon. Spotify. Pretty much everything. So check yep. us out. Thanks for listening. Um, so today we're going to kick everything off with the BET Hip Hop Awards. They are supposed to be airing Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, so we want to go ahead and try to put in some of our predictions, create a dialogue about some of the categories that they have uh, this year. So we are going to start, start it off with Hip Hop Album of the Year. I'm going to name the nominees. Okay. So, a gangsta's pain, Money Bad Yo. Okay. Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler the Creator. Probably. Culture 3, Migos. Uh-uh. Good News, Meg Thee Stallion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking up with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know how politics work. Yeah, man. Khaled, Khaled, DJ Khaled. Who you gonna win? No. Not over Meg. Savage Mode 2, 21 Savage, and Metro Boomin. I do appreciate that collab. And the off-season, J. Cole. <sighs> okay. Uh, so for me, it's a toss-up between Meg and who's the other one? J. Cole? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler? Uh, call Me If You Get Lost with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, though Tyler, that was like his best like rap album to me. And I don't really listen to a lot of Tyler, so for me to say that <laughs> means a lot. Uh, however, what I really want to say is Meg, the industry plant, right? It's like everything she does is just perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hate to even put that label on her, but just the moves that's happened and the way things are aligning for her, it just seems like shit is happening in the background that she doesn't really have to do much work. But that's not here or there. Her album went... Did it go platinum? I think it went platinum. Bro, I don't even know. I don't know, but it did sell very good. So I'm pretty sure just off a fan base and women empowerment, <laughs> then she's probably gonna get the dub just because is she the only female on that yeah, list too? Yeah, female on the list. What about you, Jamal? What you think? I don't know. Um, yeah, probably Meg. <laughs> but probably, I don't know. Migos, I think, have a good chance. They're like... The off-season. Oh, shit. No, I take that back. Hip-hop is back. <laughs> no, damn. I kind of killed my whole yeah, Meg thing. But that still puts Meg in that Meg conversation. But I'll definitely take J. Cole over Tyler, the creator. That's the thing. So it does nothing but switches J. Cole and Tyler. That's the only thing it does, but it still goes against the conglomerate, for lack of a better term, that is Meg the Stallion right now. She can't miss. Uh, the industry loves her. Uh, I mean, they're showing up at the, the concerts. I mean, just uh, over the weekend, I saw a video when Miley Cyrus jumped on stage and started twerking with her, and I was like, oh, shit. Then, yeah, I saw oh, people, too. I saw Nah, yeah. it's making a comeback. It's, it's making a comeback, but I don't think it really changes my answer. I just think J. Cole comes in second place, although he should probably be first. But I think he'll win it. 
Nah. I wouldn't be mad if he wins it. I think he does. But I just don't think. He's an industry player as well. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. He's he's, a, he's, he's very talented. Um, but but the only reason why I say Meg is only because she's just on fire right now. Like she got her she got her clout, I believe, like last year sometime. She started she yeah, started buzzing she, real heavy. Yeah, she with that body yaddy yaddy That's she when she not, no she was she was popping before. Before that, that, but that, that body shit went crazy. Exactly, because that's what that take shot shit is went fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, that's <laughs> Um, So because I feel like she's such a hard worker and she just has not stopped all year, Yeah, she might deserve it because, like, you know, he's, this is called the off-season, so... The off season. It's like I don't say working out here. It's, it's Jake, not his off season. It's, it's Jake Cole's best album, but I don't think his best album beats Meg. Yeah, Meg's album. Not what's going on right now with and, and, and um with her luck, with when hard work. Yeah. Um. So let's go to the hip hop arts of the year. Okay. So Great. we have Cardi it's, B. Oh, did she really drop anything this year? Yeah, she dropped that album that Up is on. That's not on an album. Yes, it is on an album. She's like, no, it's not. That's she dropped the album. Yeah, she dropped the album. Yeah, she did. She was riding like a unicorn or some shit. That's a song. Up, up. Uh, yeah. I, should, I don't think that's on the album that's yet. That's not on the album yet. Her album hasn't dropped. Wait, but this is just lyricist of the year. Why are we talking about albums? Oh, lyricist. But still. No, but still. <laughs> but still. Like, <laughs> why has she dropped? Like, yeah, she ain't dropped shit this year. Okay, so. Uh, Drake. Yeah. <sighs> okay. J. Cole. Okay, okay. Lil Big. Baby. Lil Baby? Lil Baby gonna win. Megan Thee Stallion and Tyler Crater. I think Lil Baby got this shit right here. Oh, Tyler. Nah, I think Lil Baby. Lil Baby could probably get it because a lot of people have been coming out and be like, he's a goat recently. He is a goat. Like, like coming out and like and respecting his shit. So for that alone, I think he might get that. But I think the way J. Cole did his shit with his rollout, NBA, dropping the best album so far of the year. Uh the what the little baby dropped the year, uh the joint his joint album, right? The The People's Hero. Yeah. Well, that was his last joint he dropped, right? I think so. So yeah, I wouldn't really count that for himself because he could do better. He obviously had a message on that shit. So I wouldn't really, really count that for him. So I'll probably go with J. Cole. For lyrics of the year, because he's not stopping yet. Normally, J. Cole will drop an album and leave. He's what hopping on. He's hopping on features. features like crazy right now. Like everyone's feature. I mean, he just dropped a song with Wale on Friday, and the song with Joyner Lucas. And he dropped a song with Joyner. He dro- he's dropping so many s- features right now, so he's not disappearing. That's true, he's not doing the normal J. Cole. Where here's my album. I'm done. I'll see y'all in three years. He- yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's still gonna be Lil Baby because even though he didn't drop nothing, like this nigga, he's had, nice. He's, he's, he's just like Meg. The, he's just like Meg the Stallion, bro. He nice. started and he has not fucking stopped, bro. He kill, he's killing features. He like, he's, he, so, so this is a little side side question in the battle of the babies. Well, not the baby, but there's multiple oh, babies. babies was, that's what I was gonna say. Who would you shake? The Lil baby before his Lil recent Lil shit, or ahead. or Lil Baby just. I like the baby because of how he raps. It just 
Someone try to fight up, so even if you lose, your notoriety goes up or whatever. Yeah. He's featuring up. He's getting like the biggest people yeah. with him, so like he has features, yeah. like highly looked after, sought after features, which is money too. Yeah, not just favors. Like these things is paying for their work. Right. And they're coming to him. Yeah, right. It's not like they're. He's asking them to hop on. So you think right? So he's getting paid for features. Yeah. So you think that solidifies him for lyricists right here then? Uh, I don't think yeah. she's been working, bro. Him and Meg, but Meg is on the list too. But I mean, I don't think can she take home like multiple trophies? I well, wasn't even lyricist. I was hip hop artist of the year. Yeah, so of the year. yeah. lyricist is next. Oh, oh hip hop artist. Of, oh, this is hip hop artist, artist of the year we're talking about. Yeah, J Cole. Nah, I think it might be. I think it's Lil Baby. It's yeah. between those two. Yeah. Bro, he just does not stop. It's between those two. Wait, even when he's in the booth. Hip hop artist of the year? Yeah. 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 It's between those two. I'll take Cole, but it's with what a, it's Lil Baby or Cole's gonna win that one. Now, now, if it was the end of the year and J. Cole coming out with features just as much as Lil Baby, like this J. Cole just started ramping up when it comes to like, you know, being on people's songs, features and shit like that. He so, normally wouldn't even do it. Yeah, so <laughs> with that being said, like I can't give him the whole year. Like his project is good. But to give him the whole year, his I can't give him the whole year yet. His album's probably album of the year though. It's I get up it, there. But it's a difference. Like it's the whole year. Like that was a moment in So time. far no one beat it yet. The only one who only album that's coming close to that and it's not just me, it's other people, is Tyler's album. It's, it's album of the year. Those are the only two albums that are getting tossed out whenever you ask, so like, yo, what's your album of the year? It's one of those two. Like, those would be your consensus numbers. Tyler's and even, that's even <laughs> with Drake's album, because everyone's like, that's not his best fucking yeah. album. Now it's kind of just like, let's clear the... Tyler's album's pretty good. Yeah, so... Let's go to lyricists. What's on lyrics? Tyler's winning lyrics. Lyricist of the year. He's not on there. What? Uh-oh. Benny the Butcher. Uh-oh. No, what is the butcher coming, oh, nigga? <laughs> Drake. Yeah. I'll give it Uh-oh. The album was Jay Cole. Trash. Oh, J. Cole. But no, I'm, baby. I'm giving it to the Stallion. I want Benny to win so bad. And Nas. Oh. I give it to Nas, too. That, that's my King's album. King's Disease 3. Well, King's Disease 2. Yeah, that's my album. Yeah. I just... I don't listen to J. Cole, shit, so yeah. You know what? what? I have not listened to a lot of it either. What? I'm a very big fan of... Um, He's a huge fan of Cole. I'm a huge fan of J. Cole. I just haven't had the time to sit and appreciate... I have to have. I have to be in a certain mindset in oh, order to fully really appreciate to, a J. Cole album. That will be... I will say, yeah, for an older J. Uh, 
like an older album, but this album isn't like the previous album, so it's more for everyone. And he got producers. So he didn't self-produce this one. Exactly. So, so it, it sounds that, better. Because you know he sounds better on other people's <laughs> shit. He do sound better. But he's just capitalizing. Like, I don't know if he owns his masters or whatever, but if he's making his own I'm beats, I'm absolutely his own sure he owns his Bro, if, that's that's right. if he's doing that shit, you have to realize how much money he's pocketing. Let's move on. <laughs> the next thing we're going to be talking about is best new hip hop artist. So, the name, the list is Blast, Corey Loray, Don Tolliver, Maury, Pooh Shiesty, and Young Blue. I'm going to go ahead and give that to Young Blue. Um, he had a pretty dope, uh, and it was like R&B too. His, his shit wasn't even too like too rappy. But he, I think he had a, a pretty good year for, I mean, Blast had a good year too, but I don't think it was as commercially yeah, successful. I don't think it was as commercially successful as Young Blue. Is that the one that sings Your Mind Still? Yep. Your Mind Still. Yep. It, that's the shit with Drake too, right? So it's like... It's like that shit it's nice within itself because that's a whole concept yep. that I feel like um, I can agree with. What about you? Oh, uh, me? Yeah. Uh, Pooh Shiesty. Pooh <laughs> Why? I don't... Uh, to be honest, I haven't listened no, he's, to... No, he's literally a part of Gucci's... Uh, oh, gosh. Gucci 1017. No, 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 no. He's a part of like Gucci's Trap Avengers. There's a Trap Avengers? Mm-hmm. It's like Pooh Shiesty. Fugiano. Like, yes. It's like a whole bunch of... Fugiano's crazy as shit. What is... The Trap Avenger? The Trap Avenger. That might be the title of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're the Trap. They're part of the Trap Avenger. I got Google right now. I just seen it. So, so are they signed underneath Gucci or something? Yeah, I believe that. Is the group they literally Gucci. called Gucci Trap? Man a- assembles Trap Avengers and announces so icy album release date. So, his, let me see. Okay. Help so icy. Did it really have a song for that? Like. Dare you. How dare you. I'll edit that. No, you there. You literally said a Jeezy song. God dang, I'm too close. <laughs> God. That's Boulder Cross right there. I'm too close. Alright, so Gucci Man just announced So Icy Boy's album, which will be dropping in a couple of weeks to highlight the talents of his new artist, affectionately calling his team the Trap Avengers. I love it. That is a Great marketing aid for them. Which that. features animated versions of each rapper as a superhero, considering Pooh Shiesty, Fujiano, and a other, couple other artists. That's interesting, but I, yeah, I didn't even know there was a Trap Avengers and that he was a part of this so called group that's underneath Gucci, obviously. Um, I definitely don't think he wins then over Big Young Star. Girl. Big Star. Big Fizzle. Big Fizzle. Big Walk Dog won. At underscore Hot Boys West. Y'all follow these niggas, bro. I haven't listened to not one of their songs. I think I've listened to a bit more. Louis Chanting, the new 1017. Because that's the label that he did. Because you know when he. Nah, I'm not going to go into the whole Gucci thing. We can do that another day. Because he has a whole history. Um, But anyway, he has a record label. Hot Interesting. Boys West, who shakes Interesting. Yeah, the Jalen became a boss. I'm yeah, respect. Mad respect for that, but I don't Fuck think. His art is gonna win, but it's dope that he's nominated, I guess. So, 
I would say this is the year would have to be. Is, are we still on that? No, no, no that's no. new artist, new, new oh, artist, okay, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a trippy dude, so I think that um, Don, I would go with Don Tolliver. <gasps> Because I be listening to Don Tolliver and he puts me in a mood like I, I'm I'm pretty much a king at setting vibes and I feel like Don Tolliver is a huge vibe setter like it depends on what you're trying to experience for that day but Don Tolliver has the music for the lifestyle that I like to live so I'm gonna give it to Don Tolliver like he's he's new his flow is crazy um, and he's trippy bro I like him interesting interesting we'll have to tune in on Tuesday to really to really yeah, see. Um, so yeah, let's let's get out of the BET Awards. We'll just have to tune yeah, in on. Yeah, good enough. We'll we'll tune in on Tuesday to see who was right and who was wrong. Um, so where do you guys want to go from there? Nothing heavy, nothing heavy. Let's save the heavy shit for the middle. Heavy, heavy shit for the middle. Right for right for the heavy. Heavy. No, 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 heavy. No, no, no. <laughs> heavy shit for the middle. Heavy shit for the middle. Perfect. Um, so let's see. Dave Chappelle's new special, The Closer, is to be released this week on Netflix. Thoughts? Have you got? You didn't see the trailer? First of all, that was a great. That was a great trailer. I, that shit made me excited, and it only took thirty seconds. Yeah. So it's called The Closer, right? It's the six uh, stand-up at a Dave Chappelle with his recent deal with Netflix. Um, I'm definitely anticipating it, and if the fact that he said that in the beginning is like, um, I'm not saying shit to be mean, I'm saying it because it's funny. It's funny. Because, like, he knows he's, because recently he, he transitioned to a, uh, to the type of comedian where it's not so much as funny, but it's more so much yeah, as giving, yeah, it's thought-provoking, that's the shit that's currently going on. And a lot of people are. Well, what was the last thing he did? That eighteen minute, eighteen minute, no, eight minute special. Yeah, before for George Floyd. Yeah. So that was the last thing we had for him. It was just a thought provoking time. It, yeah, he had like some jokes in there for him, but it wasn't really for the jokes. And I think it's gonna kind of be more of the same. And the thing that he did before that was the same too. It was, and the thing that he did before that was the same. Yeah. Well. So we kind of already know the direction. But he's always been doing that, even in the Chappelle show. Like he, that should be funny, but like once you laugh at it, you're just like, damn, like that's real, like that's real life. Like he's joking about the shit, but the shit that he's joking about, it's some real life. It's some real life. But shit. it's different now because people are saying like he's literally having a conversation that is like interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Like you'll listen to him talk. But it's a stand-up. It's yeah. not that funny. You know yeah. what I mean? It's magical. So as a stand-up, it's not gonna be. A typical standard that you might find usually on Netflix, right? It's not going to be the uh, the Joe Rogan stand-up on on Netflix, right? It's not going to be uh, those other comedians who actually have a set like jokes. They have a lineup of the jokes, the shit that goes in order to keep the story going for this shit. But his is more of a uh, like we said, a dialogue, yeah. right? He's trying to have, like I said, he's trying to spark that conversation. He's basically literally just gonna put a mirror up to us <laughs> for an hour and fifteen to an hour and a half, and he's gonna make us think in the shit while laughing. But really, we're gonna be having some some deep yeah. thoughts. Like, oh no, he. Some of us will have deep thoughts, and that's pretty much what he was struggling with when he quit. You know, mm-hmm. the Chappelle show because it's like, you know, some people laugh at that shit because they real life think it's funny, and they they more so like the ignorance of it, not necessarily the content that he's trying to. Or or the 
what is it called? The just gonna have to cut this shit. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but basically, it's not. They're not. People aren't focusing on what he was trying to draw attention to, you know, in the Chappelle show, because yeah. he did a lot of comedy, but it was about things that yeah. are socially wrong within America, right? And so, I do believe that this is going to be a great thing to watch. I have a very crude sense of humor, so I'm probably still going to laugh all out. Um, but you know, I do like how he's trying to use the gift that God gave him to kind of push culture forward and have people think um, with the platform that he built for himself, so big ups. We'll see if this one's my better taken than this last one, because the last special, you know how um, Rotten Tomatoes has where critics like, mm-hmm. like that no audience. Yeah, critics bond that special, that he, the last one he did, um, the one he did in Atlanta. I think because of that trans joke. Yeah. <laughs> Which was fucking crazy. Yeah, Atlanta? Yeah. <laughs> <Don't> yeah. <stop. laughs> it, wasn't, it, wasn't by, it wasn't by regular fans. It was by, like, critics. Oh, yeah. They murdered his shit. Like, his shit was... But crazy. critics are some of the most forward-thinking people, so I'm pretty sure... Yeah, but, pretty it was, sure. but they said that he died on that hill. They thought it wasn't funny. And then... Uh, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes opened it up for everybody, and then that shit went to like the Rotten Tomatoes public was like a nine, like damn you. Yeah. Because the public actually has different ideologies. Like, yeah, public- and you also got to think about what a critic's job is to do. It's to be like so nitpicky, nitpicky. Because <laughs> one, they're trying to fight for other space against every other critic. So you can get your credit. If you get your critique freaking published somewhere, you did your job. <laughs> yeah. If you can fucking have other people like, oh, his his shit was a little out the blue, his shit is stupid, he don't know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. you still win. It's just like a YouTube comment. If they comment negatively, you still fucking commented. Thank you for watching and thank you for the comment. That helps my algorithm. A lot of them, I guess, were saying, well, not a lot of them. But I can imagine if most of them critics were bombing it, then they thought like this critic that I listened to. He said that he's too talented to die on that hill about the that I guess that trans joke. Cause remember he was like talking about the LBGT yeah, in a car. In a car, yes. <laughs> I mean it was a good joke. It was it was but a I didn't it, think it was great, it, but the thing is it's also in this time and age, you can't really yeah, he was essentially poking the bear. Yeah. Right? But and he's always he's always gonna poke it. Exactly. Right? And so I, feel, it, I feel like he should be able to poke but, it. But and like he just said, I'm not trying, I'm not saying he's it because like, it's mean. It says sticks and stones. That's why I said that, because for him to open up with that statement mm-hmm. just proves he's gonna double he's down. He's coming with some shit, yeah. He's double down. He's yeah. not he's not running from it, he's not running yeah. from the and then I agree with the concept. Like, I, I feel like the biggest problem that humanity has in general is we care too much about the next man, bro. Like, everybody, but live your fucking life, finish bro. You, people care about the next man, and this is going to lead us to a whole different conversation. It's these fucking things fault. <laughs> it's the power that technology has given man. us. It's the social media. It's the keeping up with the fucking Joneses. You see someone post a nice car on IG or something and you're like, oh, they're fucking doing great. They're doing this and doing that. And you always try to compare yourself to them. And that's mm-hmm. what social media 
fucking made possible. And we're all so damn connected to these damn phones that we're forced, I won't say we're forced, but we're addicted to go back to these apps for that dopamine hit. Someone liked my video, someone liked our clip. So it's just it, watch my shit. But the problem is everybody has a fucking opinion, like, I don't And it's because of this I don't as even well. blame social media, like, social media can be here and everybody can just be like, oh, yes, I appreciate what you're doing. But somebody got to always have a fucking opinion, whether it's positive or negative. That's why I hate humans. No, no, so no. think about what Facebook in the beginning, right, when you loaded up your their status. What, was it, what did it used to say? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? That's <laughs> a dangerous <laughs> question. And I think, I think, no, but I think that's, that's okay. I think that part of it's okay. But that was essentially think, what Twitter uh, did too. What's but, on your mind? But And I think all of that's okay. But it's the sensitivity. It's like, bro. It's the sensitivity. Everything, everything is not going to be for you, bro. Like, yeah. Everybody's not going to like you in, in today's in, culture. Yeah, in today's society, everybody yeah. feels like everybody everyone should wants be liked to, and everybody, it, it, everyone should be liked because everyone wants to have their, sh- <laughs> everyone wants to have their shit, have the likes and the views as well. Everyone wants to feel important, and that's what these Man, that shit, these none shits of that shit fucking matters, bro. It the, doesn't. What but, matters is you're alive. Every, and what you do is what the fuck you do. Yeah. At the end of the day, worrying about what the next man does is just going to lead you into a into a world of hate yep. or Every. a world of admiration. But either one of those things in a high dosage is going to have you going down a path that's self-detrimental. So it's like, mind your fucking business, bro. And yeah. do you. Have fun on this earth. That's why I have literally limited my social media. Like, only if, if I'm not doing anything unless it's for the podcast... I'm rarely like on like Facebook and like IG now. I'm not sitting down scrolling for 10, 15 minutes because I know that's like the dopamine hits coming in and that's like the scientific shit to it. So I try to stay away from it. If it's really not me trying to grow the brand or the podcast, then I'm not really on there like that anymore. And I'll end it with that. It's just jokes, man. It's just jokes. Jokes come at everybody's expenses. Yeah, we learned this shit in elementary school. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. The fuck, if nobody's trying to hit you or beat you or throw a stick or stone, relax. Relax. Oh man. Um, I guess to keep it on Netflix real quick, uh, Squid Game. We actually spoke about this a little bit last week. It's on track to becoming Netflix's biggest show. Uh, ever. It's about to surpass Bridgerton, and it's already the number one non-English speaking show no, on Bridgerton. Netflix. Did you guys watch Squid Game yet? No. 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 Okay, so I, I've watched bits and pieces, like I said last week, but um, I, I always have in the back of my mind to watch Squid Game, but I have a problem. I don't have a problem with dub movies. But it's really hard for me to like get into them and just sit down and watch them. Like, there's another movie that I'm watching called The Rain, uh, that's has taken precedence over the Squid Games. Uh, but I am gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it because if it's gonna be the number one movie on, I mean, the number one show on Netflix, I have to watch it because that's where, um, you know, that's yeah. where society is trending right now. It- uh, from Squid Game to. The- <laughs> That was weird. Uh, the Super Bowl announced their halftime show. It's a bunch uh, of fluff. Uh, so right now they have Kendrick Lamar, Keep, Eminem, Get Out of Here, Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Maybe Keep, and Snoop Dogg. I'll keep. 
should just be a West Coast. This is my thoughts, right? It should just be a West Coast halftime. Yeah. Mary J. Blanche and Eminem. I'll, that's what I was going to say. I was like, Eminem, that's Detroit, and Mary J. Blanche is fucking New York. What is they doing what on that team? What are they ticket? doing? You just need to... Just let them have it. I get Eminem because of Dr. Dre. Yeah, so they'll probably do. And then Kendrick will be yeah. in. That's definitely And then out. Dr. Dre, Eminem, and Kendrick could do some dope. I already see that's the intro. Yeah. He's gonna come out with Eminem. Eminem's gonna do his verse. And then he's like, not that anybody forgot about Dre. And then Dre's gonna come out. And then he's gonna bring out Kendrick. And, and no, he's gonna bring out Snoop. And then it's, it's gonna be from like old to, to young. Kendrick probably be the one to close it out. But where's Mary J. Blige fit into that? I don't know. Maybe she drops out because that just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. I think you're gonna have to just turn your phones off. Right. <laughs> so, 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 did we already cover this in the past? Like y'all said that somebody was hired to curate. Okay, because in my head, okay, so there was two ways that my brain was going, right? So because Jay Z is the one that is spearheading this, I can understand it. But at first, if it if it wasn't Jay Z, I would have thought that it was the NFL's desperate attempt to kind of win back some of this black population as far as viewership. Because yeah. there's a lot of people who still haven't forgiven, still haven't forgiven them for all that shit, bro. I agree. And I felt like, when I heard the lineup, I was like, black, black, black. Listen, understands black. You can, black, you, black, black, black. You know, so it's just like... You already know they're getting a lot of like, I'm not showing up. This is the worst NFL. You already know, you know, people will say that. That's probably why they hire Hov, because he can he can talk to them and be like, bro, focus on the money. Like, let's get this bag, Basically. and then we can tackle social injustice, you know, with our money outside of this. But you know, for for anybody to trust the NFL again, you had to get somebody in there that is highly respected, highly paid, and that can talk to these artists and say, hey, I understand that. The NFL's fucked up for that shit, but guess what? I'm here now. Let's get the bag from these motherfuckers and keep them moving. And that's what I—that's how I feel like it kind of happened. Um, but I, I, I'm gonna enjoy the halftime show. Oh. Why not? It's too many. It's just too many legends. Like, yeah, normally it's like one to two people. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's only what a 20 to 25 minute show. Yeah, maybe. It'll be better than last year's. Who's last year? The weekend. The weekend. Um, <laughs> I haven't really. I don't really watch the Super Bowl halftime shows. That's literally I for watch me. It for the commercials. They're they, fucking hilarious. Yeah, the Super Bowl commercials are it, but it's like the show is like the. It's literally the halftime. It's like, yo, go do what you gotta do before the game goes starts. Because <laughs> you don't wanna get up when the game starts back. So it's like. But I digress. Um, so we had some fun conversations, you know, entertainment news, but we're here to bring some light to some of the hidden stories that a lot of people might not, uh, know has been going on recently. So, uh, there was actually a survey conducted by UVA of over 2,000 voters, half of whom voted for Trump, uh, the other half voted for Biden. Uh, more than half of the surveyed Trump voters, approximately 52%. Said that the situation is such that I would be in favor of states seceding from the union to form their own separate country. And approximately 41% of Biden voting respondents answered similarly. Thoughts? 
Um, I just showed you <laughs> our political system. Isn't working. No, well, yeah, but it just shows you the divide right now. It's like, it's a deep divide of just, um, just culture war, basically. So what's, is there ever a remedy for that? Because like, no matter what, <clears throat> excuse me, President Biden does, it seems like he's catching a, a, a you know, like a someone's coming after him for something. Every assault. president, though. It is, it is, it is every, every president. president. Yeah, but I guess it's just more, uh, like, for lack of a better term, more visual. It's, with, it's, it's yeah, post-Trump. It's highlighted. It's post-Trump. There you go. I did yeah. a, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why. Because more people, niggas want to see what politics could be if it was back to normal. It's like, damn, we had we had a we had it normal. Hold on, wait, I have to pick my words correctly. We had somebody in office that was not a usual politician, yep. and that shit was off the fucking chain. Mm-hmm. And so now people are like, okay, so you know, we was rocking with that shit. Now we're not. Let's see what you know our regular social system has. But just to get back on point. You know, I feel like that's already how the United States kind of works. It's like everybody has state government, yet we have to abide by federal law yeah. because we're a part of the same, you know, country. But, you know, I wouldn't think that it would be any different from what's going on right now. If you allow the states to control their own states and turn them into countries or whatever, it'll just be like inside of a video game, traveling to different worlds. Like, you can go to here for this, you can go to here for that, you can go to here for that. But that's but basically it, what it is right now. It is, but we still have to abide by federal law. Yeah, but federal law is in sweeping. So, like, if you stay in a different state, you can vote totally different. Like, that's true. California, California just um, signed a bill that locks in mail-in ballots. Like, lock it in. Like, Texas and Georgia and Florida have a bill doing the total opposite thing. They're trying to get rid of it here. <laughs> They're trying to limit it and get make rid it harder. Make yeah. it a total Shorten the deadline. All type of shit. So it's like, depending on which state you go to, it's all totally different. Yeah, so it'd be pretty much unnecessary. But that wouldn't be in the best interest for the United States as a whole and in this hypothetical <laughs> separation. Yeah, I would I would I would much if rather the thing about like just the sizes I mean, of the populations in the Democratic states and the Republican states. Right? The biggest one they have in for Republicans what? Texas. But then California, New York, fuck well Georgia's purplish. You know, but it's like yeah. more people are in the bluer states than in the rest. So how will that work? Then you got there's more. then then there's navy and stuff. They're gonna every country or that's now separated is gonna be hypothetically open army. to to army. It can take another country. It's gonna be that would be the that be World War Three. So. I don't think so. I think it wouldn't work. I don't. Think it wouldn't it work, work at all. I but, but I feel like that's basically what America is. It's but, an interesting concept though. But what they're talking about is essentially. A civil war? No, it's like a secession. That's it. But a secession is going to come peacefully. It's not going to come easily. No, it'll never come. So I would need a passport. (laughs) So say this is Florida, right? It'll never come. If, if so, say for instance, if Florida decided to secede from the United States, would I need a passport to go to Florida? Yeah, it's another country. No, 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 no. no. It'd be like, uh, it'd be like, um... Jamaica? No, it'd be like the European Union where borderish. Yeah, where you can move freely, freely through different European countries, but um, 
But we see what but we see how that worked out. It's still a thing. Open border over there? Yeah, EU. It's just one country left. Britain Britain left. Britain left the EU. But that but that's not working out great for them. It's not working out badly either. Cause they have so EU has so it it would be exactly like the EU if we succeeded, right? So every country is like France. Ukraine, Germany would be their own country, but mm-hmm. then you have in Berlin you have um, the meaning of EU mind. Like they're the ones, the courts are, are there. Everything like the main structure. The main structure to the federal. Like if you need to pass something that's gonna affect the whole EU, will be there. It, it goes down there. Got it. So that's how it would be, and it works over there. It's not horrific. I mean, so, I think there's a change coming inside of the political atmosphere in America. Like, mm-hmm. I don't believe that 10 years from now, even 20 years from now, like, we're pretty young. Like, I don't believe that we'll see the same America yeah. only because of the... Re- <clears throat> I don't know why I always choke when I talk about conservatives. But anyways, like, the Republican Party... It's hard to Yeah, like, I'm... <laughs> so, but, so, basically, like, political parties are super fucking split right now. So it's just like, there's a two-part to the conservative side, there's a two-part to the liberal side, and then there's a whole moderate side where a lot of people live. That's why all the elections bounce back and forth, because there are some people who either vote one way or the other based upon the narrative that's going on in the country, right? So I believe that regardless of what that shit's talking about, there's going to be a political shift like there always is in history based upon how humans are feeling today as a people. So right now, I feel like we're super liberal. Like the majority is super liberal, super... So what's... I mean, that's what's weird, is there though. a way to, to minimize this divide? This is essentially one yeah. in every two right. people so, saying they're with a secession. So how do we limit that? So, okay. So this is how you do it, right? Um, I was talking, I mean, talking. I was listening to Andrew Yang. He had a, um, and don't get it twisted. He ran for president last year. Andrew Yang, He's like, in a, nah, eh, in a political, in a political stadium is like, he's a loser. Like, well, he was trying to get. Okay. He was trying to give everybody a thousand dollars a month. So that's work. what I liked. Yeah, I've been with that shit. I was with the shit. I was with but that. But he lost the presidential campaign. He, he lost the mayor. He the mayor. Him. He ran for mayor of New York and lost too. So I don't know, but his ideas are very forward thinking. So he was talking about why the divide in America is so divided. And he was saying, like, I have family members that vote for Trump. I have this. Like, I still love them. They do this. We still hang out. Da, 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 da. Which, which it should be. And he was saying it's because of the voting system, right? So when you vote, like, and they give you your card, mm-hmm. you have to... Each party is designated by the niggas that say, I'm a Democrat. Yeah. I'm a Republican. You can't vote in those primary primaries if you're a um, if you're a moderate, like because you're undecided. Yeah, because Republicans Republicans can't vote for Democratic voters, and and Democrats can't vote for Republicans. So I thought there was a spot. I'll be checking the box that says I do not wish to identify with either party. That's the box that I check when I go vote. But that's 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 during big elections, like, like for 
for people in your state, like state, like uh, like Congress and shit. No, not even. Well, yeah, too, but for Congress, you can't do that. Like you mm. have to be a registered Democrat in some states. Some wow. states have it to where where it's an open ballot, where it's an open ballot, and you can vote. And that's what he was saying. Every state should be an open ballot where everybody can choose. Yeah. And you would literally have only you'd have moderates. You wouldn't have extreme like you wouldn't have you radical have to stop left. Making it public information then, because that's what people are looking at when they click that button. They're like, "How is society going to view me based upon my private vote?" Because that shit is documented. Like I get letters in the mail saying, "Hey Amir, you're an uh, above average voter because you have vote in more elections than normal." Mm-hmm. But it literally shows like my trajectory. Like he voted Democrat yeah. in all the fucking elections, uh-huh. no matter what. And so when people look at me and my reputation, they're like, "Okay, this is how he thinks." But if that wasn't public information, do you feel like people will still vote a specific way? Because that's what people. That's why a lot of these bills and shit don't be getting passed because they're worried about what their fan base. Politics is a whole trauma show, but they're worried about what their fan base thinks about them more so than how they truly feel in their heart. So when you make that a thing that doesn't happen, then they're actually able to vote based upon how they feel as society should progress, other than how they can get reelected and keep getting that check. You see what I'm saying? That's how I feel like politics is. It's a popularity contest. It is. It's not about your resume. It's not about your accomplishments or anything. It is, is, but it's like how much do Donald Trump won because he was a celebrity, not because of his politics. No, he won because he was giving the right something totally different. Like, he was giving people something totally different. And people would just say, ooh, let's see what happens. He talks like, he talks like he doesn't give a fuck. But he does. And I think because he was the complete opposite of what Obama was, it fueled the fire would have been more for that time we were in as a country. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's hope that there is no succession uh, because I don't think that will work out in anyone's favor. As it's gonna work out in mine, goddammit. It'll never, it'll never be a succession. It better not. No, be. hell no. How long have we been around as a country? That shit ain't changing, bro. That's what America is. We believe in those morals. So, uh, to kind of keep it in the political field, that infrastructure bill that is currently being worked through Congress or or Senate, uh, they put something in there that was very triggering and eye-opening for me. It's called the Vehicle Mileage Tax Program, and they're, they're piloting it uh, in a couple of states where they're going to try to figure out how to tax us for the amount of miles we drive within a year. Um, I didn't dig into it because to me that just does not make any sense of like we pay taxes on a car when we buy them. We, we, we pay taxes every year on over the, when we get our tags. We pay taxes at emissions. the gas tank. Emission, well, new cars will have emissions. Uh, the, the gas tank. Uh, I mean, we pay taxes so much on a car, but then they want to now figure out a way to tax our mileage. It's part of climate control. They're just trying. To that's the only way I could figure it to be okay. But I still that's think the that's the. Thing about it. It's for climate. It's climate control. Climate. I don't mind. There's other things they could do than than tax people for because you're gonna they tax. Can make electric cars cheaper. You're gonna tax us no, to try to go to work. Make, they're gonna make a a credit for people that drive electric vehicles. 
No, my mom literally said that you can write off your Tesla. Yeah. Like, if you buy a Tesla, you can write that shit off, and it literally becomes, like, an almost free car. Yeah, it's a tax, yeah. Because you're contributing to the narrative of Earth, which is conservation. I want to say they, like, that that article is probably an idea because they haven't wrote this bill yet. This bill isn't read. That's why they're they're literally trying to negotiate what's in it, the price of it, what what's what's gonna be like last time I heard this bill was 3.5 trillion. Mm-hmm. They made it go down to 2.1 trillion to try and get the moderate Democrats. There's only two Democrats holding this shit up. But it, But they it, can't it, lose any voters either though. Right. It, what, right. Do you, what do you mean? It's a balancing act. You can't no, go no, too low. No, 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 no. So, so remember, so the Senate passed um, an original uh, infrastructure bill, one, tr- one, point, one point something or one trillion dollar infrastructure bipartisan agreement. The Senate passed it, but it has to go to the House. So House Democrats, which there's a whole bunch of uh, super left, Democrats in the House, they're saying they're saying we're not voting for this if you do not couple it with the three point five trillion one. Mm-hmm. And the so the House I think passed that one, the three point five trillion. But there's two senators in the um in the Senate. That's like, no, I can't vote for this because it's too big of a bill. Yeah, too much. Uh, and there's things in there that I don't agree with. Yeah. So, so the, the article's from Forbes, and they're saying it's uh, the infrastructure package, uh, vehicle mileage tax, or a vehicle mileage travel fee would charge motorists a fee based upon how many miles they drive. Uh, simply put, if you drive a vehicle, you would pay money to the government for every mile you drive. Uh, let's see. The infrastructure bill includes $125 million to fund pilot programs to test the national vehicle miles uh, travel fee. Uh, this includes $10 million for each year from 2022 to 2026 for a national vehicle miles uh, travel fee pilot program. Uh, and then on the state and local pilot program, this includes $75 million provided uh, from the federal government to regional, state, and local transportation agencies. The breakdown is $15 million uh, provided each year from 2022 to 2026. Uh-huh. And it's there to test the feasible feasibility of a road usage fee. I don't think that will even get I don't think it's gonna get in there, but something has to fucking happen. Like I've seen. No, there's a lot of in that 3.5 trillion that'll help with climate change. Yeah, and it's drastic. Like it's a it's a hard left. So I think it and and what we've been seeing, like they just realize, like it's time to change. You got to. You have to reload because it's it's literally like since he's been president, it's been like. Tropical storm after tropical disaster after forest fires after natural disaster. There's so much shit going on. So now it's literally like you gotta put balance, balance in it. And then the things of his, I don't know, man. This this shit is this shit is crazy because those two senators are holding everything up. Yeah, and the House is holding everything up too. So it's like Democrats 
by themselves, their party is way too wide. Like, you have moderates that are literally in the middle, and then you have radical left. So yeah. it's like, because this wouldn't have happened with Republicans. Like, Republicans might have not liked what... Like, well, they would have got it through. They would have been like, all right, we're doing what the party needs to do. Yeah, the president lead, the, the party yeah. leader says we're doing this, this we're doing, doing this. That. But the but the Democratic Party is just so huge. What are they What are they saying? It's too much, uh, uh, too many bosses and not enough workers or whatever. It seems like everyone in in the Democratic Party has their own agenda. They understand the control that they have, and, and they're they're very opinionated people. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're just like, you know what? I would rather hold this shit up. And it's the smallest shit. But you got to do it because now, not only is, um, not only is this a part of President Biden's, like, goals, what he told America he was going to do, which Mm -hmm. America wants him to do. The majority of Americans want him to get his infrastructure, his human infrastructure passed. Mm -hmm. It's just like... I don't know, man. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> I mean, it's it's literally like five billion trillion dollars worth of bills they're trying this to get will, through. This will literally be one of the biggest um, economic bills. Yeah, since, since but we're behind. Like, behind bills. We're behind. Bro. Bro. Our infrastructure is behind us. Bro, I've been looking at these other countries, but like I I saw some shit. Yeah, so Singapore. <clears throat> I was, I, <laughs> no, I was watching this cooking show and um, I was watching like, you know, the, you know, what is there? it called, body roll, how yeah. they like literally get screenshots of different things as they're traveling yeah. throughout to make their documentary. Yeah. And I was looking at the infrastructure and it's like, it's way more creative, it's way more artistic. Um, it seems like it's more eco-friendly. It just seems like we're doing, they're doing something that we're not doing as a civilization and for us to have the money, um, of the world, I do believe that we should be doing something different when it comes to, you know, tourism and people coming to United States of America, because you can come and there'll be flashing lights and experiences, but how beautiful is the country? Like, we don't invest in that shit. Like, we don't invest in, you know, super architects coming to build a huge glass sculpture that makes a type of border vortex that falls. Like, that's just fucking crazy over there. But, well, yeah, yeah. This is just, to, we're just needs, not there. It needs to change for real because it's aging out. So, yeah. with that 3.5, with the human infrastructure compiled on with actual infrastructure, it's just a lost loss that these niggas can't get it past. Like, even now that the um, the debt ceiling, they have to put that in the bill. So, they have to get their shit together. That's why he's like, all right, 3.5 is too much. And, he's, and they're literally like, okay. What would you two cut? Cause there's only two senators. That's the only people. And the and and the House Democrats are just like, nah, I'm not voting for this. So this isn't it. This so I don't know if this is a dumb question. Mm-hmm. Why the hell is our debt so high? And because why spending money, bro? But if we're just making up money, and you know, it's like, been, it's explain been, that it's to been, me. It's been ballooning for a long time. Like, uh, who do we owe? <laughs> Ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. So can't we just clear the deck and like that's fuck not it? How money you know, works, that's though. not how money works. You can't clear your own debt. There's there's literally checks and balances. Yes. Yes. The government has like just like financial institutions, the government has to play by those rules too. The government has the ability to sidestep those rules, but only if the government agrees to do it. So right. hear me I mean, out. I mean, this might sound extremely stupid again. Okay. What if we just say, 
Let's just start from zero. No. And just clear it out and be like, let's just take it from 2022. Everything's going to be stabilized, bro. Because you have to realize, like, we owe this money to our own infrastructure, our own federal reserves. Like, if we run out of real, actual assets, then our, our credit, like Jamal said, our credit, our credit with other countries, niggas is going to start not investing into our country, bro. Yeah, so and people count on us. So, this is literally what a whole party is based on. Conservatives are supposed to be like conservative with money. That's what it means. Mm -hmm. With financially conservative, physically conservative. That is why they're called conservatives. Donald Trump came in, had his tax cuts, and it ballooned the fucking debt. debt Because it wasn't, it, it was, it was he gave credits cuts to everybody and just let the fucking government go into default yeah. basically basically and that's what democrats main argument is like nigga just vote for this shit so we can do it your president is the one that ballooned this bitch to 3.8 trillion so, so because of the tax cuts so we're dealing with that shit so we're dealing with it the tax cuts were not great for regular people you might have got fifty dollars back on your check. You might have got forty dollars back on your check. But as soon as tax season came around, you were like, "Damn, bro, I owed. <laughs> I, I have never owed money in fucking taxes." And granted, during the pandemic, I was blessed enough to like make a little bit more money than I was making before. But God, I had to pay gotcha. taxes this year. Mm -hmm. I ain't never paid taxes a day in my god. Well, you know, what? I pay taxes by working. I have been lucky enough to not have have to pay any money, extra money. So we pay. I yeah, I pay my taxes, but any like I don't owe tax season, so I'm just gonna keep. I had to. I'm I just gonna. Keep. <laughs> Out of nowhere, hey. my mom usually finesses my shit. She finessed it this year too. I'm about I didn't, to say I didn't, I didn't say it, but I really didn't pay. Yeah, I didn't. Pay. I didn't have to pay that much, but the business I that I started comped a lot of the yeah. And that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. But but they even cut the deductions. He made it so simple yep. they cut all the deductions. Yep. The only people really getting money back is if you have a super corporation or a little side business, which he cut even that. And then he he uh he he. Would you say those PPP loans helped to fuck us up because of the pandemic? PPP loans fuck people up because they scammers. Not bro. just people, but the debt ceiling. Yeah. Could be essentially just like yo, you it's need some packages shit. It's not even just PPP loans. And a happen. lot of people try that to start it. some businesses, that did and a lot that of people failed. That did expand the debt too. But it was all but, that but shit, it's bro. Necessary. In our pre in Biden's presidency and Trump's presidency, it's passing trillion dollar bills. So essentially, is it is it so, so? Is this the way the I guess the wave goes, right? The the Republicans kind of. Do what they do. They raise the ceiling. They fuck some yeah. shit up, yeah. and the republic, the Democrats, kind of have to fix that shit before they kind of can even do anything. No, it's, it's flip flop. The republic, the conservatives, try to keep people from spending too much, and the Democrats yeah. are like, we're more forward thinking. Like, let's go yeah. there, let's so, do it. So that's that. Yeah, he's right. So like, usually, not this time, not, not this, this time, not not Trump, but. Usually conservatives are like the only thing we're gonna spend money on is fucking giving tax credits to Wall Street, um, military, 
and um, children, not people with children. children, not even children. It's like um, that's it. Wall Street, they believe if Wall Street's doing well, it'll trickle down to regular people. If 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 that's your CEO doesn't have to pay this much in tax, then he'll give it back in bonuses to everybody else. Bonus will trickle down. It'll trickle down. That's what they believe. So it hasn't really worked, but. I mean, it's built America. There's a bunch of fucking companies, and they're the richest country in the world. So, in a way, you can say it worked. But to people actually living here, it hasn't worked. It's like for the middle class. So, with that being said, Democrats have a different way of spending money. It's like social, social economics, uh, helping people—not helping people, but schools, like, poverty. Yeah. Schools, mm-hmm. poverty, and not to say that Republicans don't have like um, things I agree with, like uh, school choice and a whole bunch of other shit. But yeah, shit, shit, shit's complicated, man. Niggas just want to spend money, and niggas want to spend money on what they want to spend money on. Only when their political party is in power. Exactly. Like if the Republicans are in power, they spend whatever the fuck tag, price tag they want to. When Democrats are in power, they try to spend whatever and they'll tell price you, tag they want they'll to. They'll tell you straight up, like, niggas like Jeff Be- Bezos and this guy and that guy, they don't have, worry about a tax bill. Like, tax bill. They don't have to pay taxes. This is nuts. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is nuts. And that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts. They don't, they don't <laughs> The biggest companies in the whole goddamn world don't gotta pay no money. Imagine if they really paid taxes on the amount of wealth that they had. They'll, the amount of problems. Elon Musk. That take care of the debt ceiling. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Take care, yeah. Them paying taxes. That pays his $3.5 trillion. Yeah. Um, them, those companies pay taxes. None of this is an issue. None of it. His trillion dollar infrastructure bill is funded, but Republicans wow. protect them. Um, they believe in trickle down. That's why I gotta get rich. rich. And so I can stop paying taxes, bro. They believe the rich. Yeah. They believe the rich shouldn't pay taxes in the middle. There's more middle class people. There's more low income people. There's more of those people that we tax a little bit heavier. Leave leave the one percent mm-hmm. alone. And, no sense. and the 1% will trickle down to those people. That's why trickle, trickle down right to their to their future generations so they don't have to do yeah, shit That's either. why I'm trying to get out of the middle class because at the end of the day, I, I heard somebody, it was one of my good friends, Chad from UMA, he said, we're the working class. So what does that mean? He said, we work for the poor because we pay taxes and we you know give them whatever assistance they need. And we work for the rich because they need to employ us in order to run their companies. Yeah. We are the people who are literally stabilizing the economy. Yep. The, the rich don't contribute and the poor don't That's contribute. That's why the middle it's class us. is always so important whenever they talk about it. It's like, because they know we're the working class, like you said. We're the ones we work who, for the vote. We vote if, if we're not both here, sides. Both sides there's fall. not enough people to work, there's not enough people to pay for your. Oh, boy. Fuck politics. That was a good movie. It was a good movie, right? Good you movie. get it. He's <laughs> it. Watch that tonight. Shit, that was a good movie. From the infrastructure bill in Congress right now, uh, we're gonna kind of switch to the NBA. Uh, their season's about to start, and they now have uh, some, I guess, COVID vaccine, uh, some COVID vaccination issues with the players. 
Uh, and basically, the, what happened is the NBA doesn't have the mandate saying that the whole team has to be uh, vaccine to play. But certain states do, and that's the issue. So <laughs> right now, um, the association has not made it mandatory for players to be vaxxed, but local mandates in San Francisco and New York City will keep players like uh, Wiggins and Kyrie Irving uh, out because they're both elected and not take the vaccine. So essentially, they won't be able to play home games in New York City and San Francisco, respectively. So essentially, that's 41-plus games <laughs> they're going to miss out on. And then league said they will not pay them either. So that kind of goes with kind of like what uh, New York was doing with the Make it so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that you have to, that you yeah, have have to, to get, get it. <laughs> so you think these players are going to miss out on Billions of dollars per game. Yeah. Kyrie probably. Kyrie's ready to retire. Ky- yeah, Kyrie been ready to retire, but Wiggins. Kyrie said it. He was like, if these niggas trade me, I'm retiring. He said it. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't say it. His representative said, said it, it. Which so, is more important. Yeah. Way more important. If, yeah, way more important than if he said it himself. So, and if you were a basketball player in this situation, Amir. If I was a basketball yep, player. Yeah, I know you don't like sports, and so that's why I'm making it. I'm going to put you in this hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Right? And you make, say your contract is, you're guaranteed to make, say, $64 million this year. You play all 80, 82 games, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't get the vaccine, if you live in New York, say you play for New York Knicks, Right? You don't get the vaccine, you can't play. That's half the games you can't play. So you're right. gonna get you're gonna miss out on say roughly half of your sixty-four million for not playing. Then if you go to another team, you play uh you go to San Francisco two times out the year, that's another two games. There's some other city uh teams in California that's gonna require the same thing. You miss out on 50 plus games. It's going to cut your income by half plus. Are you just going to take the vaccine to just get your money or are you going to stand your ground and be like, because the thing is, the NBA is at like 90% vaccination. So they're very close to, if not herd yeah. immunity. So are you going to stand your ground and be like, yo, I'm good. We're at herd immunity. Or are you going to just take the shot and get your fucking money? <laughs> well, me, Amir, as um, Amir, mm-hmm. I'm a science person. Yep. I believe heavily in science. Mm-hmm. I'm vaccinated, so if a nigga told me that I'm going to miss out on millions of dollars and millions. my goal on this earth is to create generational wealth, I'm getting the fucking shot. I don't care if I'm a zombie two years later, my nigga. Like, the children aren't vaccinated yet. If we're a zombie two years later, they haven't approved the vaccine for children, at least my son has a well, couple it, extra million. It's approved. Well, not 58. Yeah, my children are my children are five and two, so I don't even think they're in that bracket. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's just like I don't work for I don't work for all the politics of life. Like I work because I have a goal. So there's absolutely no way that I would let a vaccine that I know for a fact people in my circle and people on my team have gotten, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and not take it because clearly they're okay. Yep. And I go to the gym almost, I go to the gym every fucking day. And there was an NBA player that said that he was like, 
He was like, I'm fitter than the most average person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, the leagues at like 80, 90% immunization. He was like, just based on my lifestyle, don't really think I need to but get see, it. I'm not <laughs> nigga. Like, I go to the gym every day because I'm vaccinated. Yeah. And, and I have not come home with any type of COVID symptoms. And LA Fitness, bro, be packed. Yeah, I go at 4.30 when I get off of work. It be packed to the brim. And then I'm not going to sanitize my hands every time I go from dumbbells yeah. to lateral machines. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So I'm at the end of the day, you, like, it, you do it before, you do it right when you're done. Bro, just kept, I, anything I, in between. I'm to to be completely. <laughs> <laughs> I be like, why myself? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't sanitize <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> right. So at the end of the day, like, Clearly something's working. If it's not the vaccine, I don't know what maybe it's the universe of God, whoever the hell you want to call it. But you know, at the end of the day, I just feel like if I was in that particular situation as a forward-thinking individual that believes in science and education, I would believe the experts versus, you know, YouTube scholars. Yeah. And I will say this. Most of you people that are taking vaccines, like, what do you what do you what do you gotta live for anyways, my guy? Like <laughs> like really like if you turn into a zombie tomorrow is your life that great that you're like I want to be here like a zombie might like be pretty fire might be pretty might fire, be fire right now yeah. you're eternally like <laughs> going around this earth being your best self like at the end of the day like Jamal said it best like when this shit first started y'all niggas is complaining about vaccines bro y'all niggas is taking shots popping mollies Y'all doing coke. Y'all smoking cigarettes. Y'all doing all types of shit that y'all don't even know where the source is coming from. Like, you can fuck your next one night stand and get AIDS, my nigga. But you're not going to take the vaccine that scientists and, like, literal people created. Like, y'all are tripping. That was the best point he ever made. I got vaccinated immediately. That, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Y'all out here risking it all. Yeah, riding around with no seatbelts and all types of shit, but y'all scared to get I mean, I expect Kyrie to be like that. I mean, as yeah. a flat earth nigga. As a flat earther, <laughs> hell yeah. I expect that. You're just different. You're different. <laughs> yeah. You just think different. Yeah. yeah. I respect it. And you're allowed to have your own reality. And you're allowed. You're allowed to, if you don't want a vaccine, you're, you're allowed, allowed to, to have that luxury. That right. But, but your job is also allowed <laughs> to be like, nigga, you don't want to get vaccinated? We'll replace you. You're but, a replaceable motherfucker. And I think... Well, <laughs> Everybody's replaceable except the owners. I think it is funny how the NBA wasn't even the ones to mandate anything. But now the, the situation is here is like... The city and state that you play in mm-hmm. is saying for you to be in this fucking building, you, you need to be vaxxed. And that's not the NBA saying you need to be vaxxed. Nope. That's the state. Yeah. And that supersedes... The NBA. Of course. They're just a company, nigga. <laughs> Sorry, company is here. So it's so funny. So now it seems like eventually the NBA might just say for the benefit of their business, yeah. fuck it, this Everybody. is mandated yeah. because we can't have you guys slowing up our business. Yeah. I have a question, right? Yeah. We're all like adults, right? We all went through the school system here in America, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Weren't we taking vaccines without knowing what the fuck was in them? Yeah. As children and infants, like, we didn't even know what the fuck was going on back then. And so now all of a sudden, like, you're an adult and you're conscious. Those same vaccines that kept you safe from measles, um, TB, TB, like, all of a sudden that shit just flies out the window even though you've had 15 vaccines in your life. But this has been, like, most things in America, this is like... 
pebbles that was rolling down the hill that was becoming boulders. Like, this is not the first time that we've heard of anti-vaxxers. Like, yeah. No, they but they're getting out, no measles, way. bro. No, but wait. They're getting measles, bro. Yeah, they are. But <laughs> this is a thing. Like, anti-vax in the last, since 2015, 2014, has been gaining steam. And people have been saying that it's linked to this, it's linked to that, and that has just created this. So now when you're in a pandemic and you need to be vaccinated for humanity to move forward, you see what has been happening since 2014. It's the same thing in a lot of shit. Like, after Barack was, I'm on a tangent, but follow me. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> after twenty, after twenty eleven, when Barack was uh, president, and we had um, local, not local, but state elections, you yep. noticed Republicans were being voted in houses, like in state legislature, and now it's it's been rolling, 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 and now they're literally changing voting rules, like rolling back voting protections and all that your 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 uh supreme court is mostly um right winged judges like this is not a mistake this has been something that has been working since 20 2011 this isn't this isn't just a problem like when when barack was elected after his first uh four years you noticed that America did not necessarily fuck with it all the way. And their reaction to it was vote hard Republican in your state. Now, most state legislatures in America are Republican. Yeah. And now that someone like a a, a, a Republican hero says that this election shit is all fraud, what are they trying to do? Election protection. Which is really election security make it hard. yeah make it election harder. security election make it hard <laughs> but you know? yeah to, to, to further piggyback on what you were saying about humanity I, I feel like this is a problem with humanity in general because during my research um the years that i've been alive i realized that humanity does something um it's like a roller coaster bro we'll get to a pinnacle and then all of a sudden it'll seem like humans get so fucking stupid and just start step back. throwing shit out the window from being Egyptians and shit. Like y'all, people do like, humanity, humanity just goes like this. Humanity is just a fucking roller coaster. It goes up and then down and then up and then down as far as intelligence and social um, progression is concerned. So I feel like, yeah, you know, you're right. This has been a problem not only since, you know, elections and all the other type of shit, but it's been a problem all throughout humanity. We get to a certain point where we're reaching, you know, different pinnacles and peaks and shit, and then somebody will come and burn the whole fucking that, place down, and, and we and lose all types of knowledge and To kind of wrap up what he's saying, because kind of ready brought it up, that made me think about one of our earlier conversations on the podcast about the great filter for humanity out there. It's like, seems to be like, will we ever get past that hypothetical great filter that all like intelligent bearing species end up having, right? That's what they say for like, like space bearing. They say for like any, uh, like for people or aliens to be space bearing and space traveling, they had to get past their filter, their great filter. For us, we don't know what that is. It could be nuclear war getting past, like that could be something that stops con- us. It could be the connective consciousness, but there's, there's usually a filter that makes us take a step back before we go forward again. 
so that kind of came round circle. Um, but yeah, two quick things. We can wrap things up this uh, this evening, gentlemen. Uh, some local news. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but Buckhead, the richest and whitest district in Atlanta, is looking to become its own city. Quick thoughts. Um, Am I surprised? That's not going to fix anything. <laughs> the crime's still there. Play the crime's Next. still there. Yeah. Uh, and, but I'm still going to Buckhead. I'm still fucking shit. And last but not least, just some good news, man. Usually we hear about Tory Lanez doing a lot of stupid shit, but uh, he actually this week he went down to the border where all the Haitian migrants were. He brought fifty thousand uh, dollars worth of supplies, clothing, shoes, blankets, etc., for them to kind of help out with some relief down there. Uh, so there's really nothing to really comment there. Just some good news for the week, cause just imagine being a migrant there. You got these border people, these border fucks, <laughs> and fucking around and doing some racist ass shit to you. So you know, it's just good for. I think he's who's the only person that went over there. Was it VP uh, Harris? She's the only other person that went down to the border. I mean, just putting some light down there for him to actually just bring some shit that they actually need. Go Tory, you know, I'm, I'm a fan, bro. Shout out to Tory for that one. Can't, Can't hate on that one. Till next time, Amir, take us out. All right, man, we really appreciate you guys listening to us um, today. Make sure you follow us. Please don't forget that really helps us out a lot. We are on Apple, iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, Spotify. What else? Like, we're just out here, bro. So just try to follow us, and uh, we really appreciate you. All you new listeners, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.